This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Chelsea, let's go to the NFL now. And, man, what a great story this is. Came out a couple days ago, but we should talk about it. DeMar Hamlin, Bill's safety, is set to return to the NFL just three and a half months after collapsing on the field in Cincinnati. He said on Tuesday he is ready to come back. Over these last few months, um, I've been on a journey and I've seen, you know, some of the top professionals across the country. And their answers to me were pretty much all the same. They were the same. And this event was life-changing, but it's not the end of my story. So I'm here to announce that I plan on making a comeback to the NFL. Man, and and I think the key point is because, of course, this just happened, right? And we were hearing that as he was recovering, this was a miraculous recovery that, hey, he's still sort of gaining his ability to play football again. Certainly he had all his facilities back, but it's one thing to be okay. It's quite another to be in the physical shape or get the clearance to play football. And across the board, it's not like it's a couple doctors say yes, a couple doctors say no. Across the board, all of these doctors agree, you're ready to go. What a story. Right. And let me start off by saying that this is a wonderful story, and I am so glad that he's going to be back out on a football field because remember, mm-hmm. I remember the day after this happened, like on our show, mm-hmm. when we were talking about, oh my God, like we don't even know if he's going to make it. So number one, it's a great fact that he's alive. But mm-hmm. let me float this. Do you think it's smart that he's going back to football? Do you think there's anybody in his family that's saying, all right, dude, like football is a dangerous game. I think we have proven that. Yes. Uh, do you think any of his family members have any reservations about him wanting to go back out there? Absolutely. I mean, he was at one point we were hearing unconfirmed reports that maybe he had died and he was close to death. I mean, this is a guy whose heart stopped. And so he could have ended up with brain damage. No question. If you're a family member, your life is much more important than any game. I I will say the, the people who would advocate for him, including himself, I'm sure, is that what he suffered was a very specific type of cardiac arrest that and I'm reading this because I did the research here, but it occurs when a, quote, extremely rare consequence of blunt force trauma to the heart is combined with that happening at the exact same wrong time in the heart rhythm. So it's the perfect combination of a hit and the heart being at a at a certain place in its beat. And that sounds like a guy who does not know medicine at all, but that's that's kind of what's happening here. It's very rare. However, I think your point is extremely well taken, which, okay, maybe this was extremely rare. At the same time, you almost lost your life. So if you're a member of his family, you have to be saying, it's not worth the risk. We're just, we just want you here and you're back. We don't want you going back on the field. I don't know this because I'm not a doctor, but are heart things like accumulative? Like, you know how concussions, once you get one or once you get a certain amount, like you yeah. really shouldn't be playing football? Are thing are matters of the heart and cardiac, you know, related things, are they like that? Like, do this probably affects him long term, right? Or is it just I, he's all better now? I don't think so. I, I well, this is what I would say. And God knows I do not have any sort of medical experience, but I think it depends on the type of situation or the type of cardiac event that you have. Like if you have a stroke, then clearly your heart is going to be weakened. If you have a pacemaker inserted, your heart is going to be weakened. But here, it's the combination of 
blunt force trauma at the very perfect time, the perfect time where this heart is beating at a specific time and you receive this trauma. So, um, oh, a stroke, see, this is what I'm talking about. Matt was like, a stroke is not We're the not heart. We're not doctors. The yeah, but a heart attack is, <laughs> I, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like if you have a heart attack, right. then all of a sudden your heart is weakened. So that would be different than receiving trauma because a heart attack does not involve generally like getting hit in the chest. So I think it depends on the specific cardiac event. Please do not, if you're a doctor, I know you're like, right. dude, don't. Yeah, we don't, know. Uh, we I, know I, we're I understand. up on this. Yes. I, but I, I, I would say it is, that is why he has been cleared. You know, if, it would be different if he mm -hmm. got a second opinion and a doctor said, okay, you're all right now. But across the board, the doctors are saying this is so rare. That's why you're okay. But still, think about it. If this was, say, my husband, I wouldn't want him back out there. You can no. say whatever you want to me and say, this is extremely rare. It's not going to happen again. I'm like, well, we ain't taking any chances. I'm not going to be left here alone. Uh, but that's just me. No, I'm, I'm the same way. And, and you certainly can't blame his family for feeling that way. But he's been working out with the Vils during voluntary workouts. So he plans on coming back. And he is the overwhelming favorite to win NFL comeback player of the year <laughs> at minus 650, yeah. as you might imagine, regardless of what you think. It is great to have him healthy, and he's doing a lot of good things as well. He's been in D.C. during his recovery and advocating for bipartisan support of making sure that defibrillators are on school campuses. So if this ever happens to anyone else, they can be treated as soon as possible. More NFL news, Chelsea, where it appears – that the Houston Texans are open to moving the number two overall pick in the draft. Their GM said earlier this week they were, quote, open to listening. C.J. Stroud no longer the favorite to be drafted second overall. That is Bama linebacker Will Anderson at plus 150. Stroud is plus 250. So if you're the Texans, would you really move the number two overall pick when you're such a bad organization and you need them? I guess it depends on the hall. But I would, I would be very, very hesitant to move a pick in this draft when you're number two overall and you desperately need the help unless someone offers you something ridiculous. I think that is the selling point. It's mm -hmm. what are you getting for this pick? And also, what do you think of C.J. Stroud? Why do you think he's dropped so much? Do you think there's something that he has said during these interviews? Because hasn't he dropped like momentously or monumentally? In some of these like mock drafts, mm -hmm. I don't know what it is because I feel like he's a pretty athletic guy. Like I don't follow him. Like I'm not watching yeah. game film on him or anything. But still, I think he is the most likely to look very nervous and very unrelaxed when they show the NFL draft. There's always somebody that falls like a rock <laughs> in the draft. And you know how they show their faces mm -hmm. at the draft party? Oh, yeah. It might be CJ Stroud. I, I, I forget who it was on our show, and if you remember, please let me know, but he made a very good point, and I thought this was very salient when you're talking about projecting an NFL quarterback, and he was saying, if you're comparing Bryce Young to C.J. Stroud, remember, at Ohio State, C.J. Stroud was, was throwing to arguably the best set of receivers in the country, and he always had a clean pocket. Bryce Young was under pressure a lot. That Bama offensive line was not good last year, so... How is C.J. Stroud going to perform when he's under pressure? Right, and that's a question I don't know. Yeah. And honestly, yeah. how I feel, I've said this multiple times, I don't really like this year's crop of quarterbacks, so mm -hmm. maybe it's not worth, you know, a number two overall pick.
Yeah, I mean, that's a very good point. There is no consensus, number one. Like, you can go back and forth. A lot of people would argue for Will Levis. Some people would say, no, it's, it's, it's Anthony Richardson. Who knows? But that's part of the intrigue coming up later on this month. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.